Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. The Last Kids on Earth and their superhero alter egos are back in the latest installment of the graphic novel spinoff series, The Last Comics on Earth, Too Many Villains. Jack, June, Quint, and Dirk face their biggest challenge yet, creating the sequel to their hit graphic novel in a mad dash, puzzle-filled race across Apocalyptia to stop the biggest evil plan in history. Hey, you know what the creators of Last Comics on Earth's evil plan is? Make me and my kids love these books. Seriously, my younger kid is a huge fan of both the Last Kid series and the Last Comic series. It's true. And now I'm hooked too. The whole team has created a delightful cast of characters with some fantastic kid-friendly art throughout that will appeal to readers of all ages. Buy your copy of The Last Comics on Earth in stores today. You can also visit lastkidsonearth.com to learn more. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming out to Comic Book Club Live. Please give it up for your hosts, Alex, Justin, and Pete. Yeah. Uh, okay. Whoa, 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 what's up, everybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And that's our man of the booth, Booth Man Prize. Booth Man Prize. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Woo-hoo. i got to tell you, this is not complaining. This is not complaining at okay. all. It I seems like you're complaining. This is So we tape a bunch of podcasts, right? Yes, we, we love podcasts. We love taping podcasts. Uh, usually before the live show, yeah. we, we bank a couple of podcasts. We bank them. Um, we like bank Money them. in the bank, because they're going to put our... That's our retirement. That's our retirement. Yeah. So this is actually the fourth podcast. Podcast we've taped in a row. Exactly. I don't know what we're talking about. That's I know. You seem a little lost now. I'm that's very lost. Fine. I don't know what it is specifically about today, but did we you not th- sleep well or something? No, I haven't been sleeping well, so that Ooh, might be part of it. Yeah. But we taped three podcasts before this, and I, every bit was just bleeding into the next podcast. That's fine. Just cuddle up and fall into cuddle the loving up? arms of yeah? me and Justin, and we will take care of you. Uh, we will nice. drive Thanks the plane. Thanks, hey, bros. Anytime, anytime. And let me while I while we're here, why don't we give a compliment? Alex designed the T-shirt. Shirt I'm wearing based oh, on right. an insane thing that Pete said <laughs> in a podcast. Said, I spit them out. Alvin makes the T-shirt. Um, yeah, yeah uh, as Pete says, we're putting Alex's children through um, college. Uh, college and their lives, I guess. Uh, well, maybe middle school. Uh, because Pete is a huge fan of both The Punisher and Phil Donahue, which is an odd combination of things to be yes. like. That's both. The both those things are my jam. <laughs> and uh, so we've been recapping Deadly Class on Sci-Fi and fantastic show. It's great. Uh, check out Deadly Cast, our podcast for that. Yeah. But in the show, the villain in the show, Fuckface, really likes Phil Donahue a lot. Wants to yeah. be on Phil Donahue, which you can't blame him. I mean, yes. it's a popular. So, uh, it was Oprah before Oprah. What's on Justin's wow. shirt came up in the show, and we made a shirt out of it. Yeah. Uh, it says, I can't get my Phil Donahue brand. Yeah. There you go. This makes more sense for you to see it. Go to comicbookclub.threadless.com. I see another one in the audience. Woo! Yeah, merch is matching teeth. I'll tell you what, she can go to uh, middle school for another week. 
That's great. That's oh, you're that far behind? We're literally paying week by week. Week by week. You're right on the edge. It's funny. It's actually public school, so I don't know why they're making me pay, there, but I just uh, I keep putting the quarters to the front of the middle school. They keep letting her in. Oh, you have a, a pay-o-matic middle yeah, it's school? A, it's a vending middle school. Oh, wow. Nice. Cool, man. Education. That's top of the line. New York City yeah. education is Well, guys, up. I think it's time to put some quarters in the guest machine and bring Ooh. our guest out. Great stuff. He is a comic book writer. He's a great Great guy. Uh, very excited to have him on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Bob Wallace. Welcome yeah. back, Bob. Welcome, Welcome back. back. Bob. Yeah. Bob. Have a seat. Have a microphone. Bob. Have a seat. Bob. Take Bob. off that Bob. hat of yours. Bob. Bob. Oh, my Dave. goodness. He's coming around. He's That's shaking all of our hands. I'll give you one of these. I'm not oh, going to shake that. You won't say, what shake the hand of a Boston Red Sox fan? Wow. Yeah, fuck thanks, that. Thanks for inviting me to take my hat off. It makes me feel a lot more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. feel free. Take it right <laughs> off. You know what I mean? He likes to make one, one stinging comment about every guest as they answer. <laughs> it's cool. Whatever you want to do, take off the fucking hat. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Chill environment. Yeah. yeah. Comic book club live, hey, as usual. The world is falling apart. And so, so Rob, uh, you are working on a comic book. You're working on a comic book with a bunch of amazing collaborators as well, right? I am. And as a matter of fact, I even, uh, in, a, in a loud bag so that it would pick up on the microphone. That's exactly I brought, right. I brought copies for you guys. Oh, wow. Wow. that's so exciting. This is great. Oh, good. Uh, and here, you can okay, take cool. one, awesome. pass it down. Nice. Take one, pass it. Take here one, again. pass it. Classic. Uh, yeah, this is really exciting. This is a comic book magazine. Ooh. Yeah. Or zine. Zine from back oh. in the day. Yeah. And it's called uh, Adventures Great of Staples. The right off the bat, though, I just want to say the stapling is fantastic. And the stapling <laughs> right on the money. You really sprung for the staples. Yeah. Uh, it is a visual um, record. Ooh. And humor magazine of our uh, ongoing D and D campaign or or Pathfinder campaign, if you want to get technical. Nice, I, I do. Um, but me and uh, five other kids from my hometown, <laughs> kids in their thirties, all of us in our thirties. Yeah. Uh, but we are all from the same weird small town in New England. And uh, what's the name of the town? It's called Merrimack, New Hampshire. <laughs> nice. You seem right. like that's a bad thing to say. Is it? Yeah. Is it's, that a, town? it's kind of like a like a lot a of people town. died there. It's like a Lovecraftian like weirdness oh, yeah. creeping behind every. Uh, really? What, have you got? Did you guys grow up in a small town? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, yes. yeah, he would. Do. My town was just bad. There wasn't. There's no like. It was just normal bad. It wasn't, it wasn't like, like cool bad. Stephen King's It bad or like no. It was like. Um, uh, let's see. What's the version of bad? I don't know. Boring bad? Is that a thing? Like, sure. It was, it was just like, like it was is it backwoods bad? Like missing teeth? Like burning? No, even that's more interesting. It oh, okay. was like um, a skateboard accident, uh, a skateboard fail video bad. Sure. Oh. We had that too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but you also had the Lovecraft stuff. Well, I don't know. I think I think everything feels that way when you're when you're a child. <laughs> um, but it's uh, all we all happen to grow up there, and we've all moved on into different uh, industries and disciplines, and into different states of the union. So we play uh, <laughs> D, we, once a week. We play Dungeons and Dragons over uh, like Skype, like Google Hangouts. Oh, really? Yeah. Roll twenty. Uh, for at least a, a couple hours. 
That's and wild. That's wow, hard to keep up. Everyone in the game happens to be just like very prolific and creative. So we all just started to like. Dude, this is packed with great stuff here. Thanks. Now, just... uh, let me just mention your collaborators here. So, uh, Becky Cluden, very well-known name to comic book fans. Yeah, very well-known yeah. writer, illustrator, uh, creator, um, cartoonist, Becky Cloonan. Yeah. She's great. Uh, Michael Conrad? Yeah, I think the same could be said for, for Mike. He's um, He'll actually have his second or third book available at... Emerald City Comic Con, where we're premiering this. Cool. Um, but yeah, Mike is Michael Conrad is also uh, another comic creator. Now I can't help but notice there's uh, two more Conrads on here: a Steve Conrad and a Winston Conrad. Yeah, what's the scam here? We, yeah. um, one what's of them, your deal? We have one of them in the flesh here, Steve oh, Conrad. Shit. I didn't know he was going to oh, be He's a lot bigger than you are, too. You don't know if he's bigger. He's not standing. He looks a lot bigger than you. He definitely See, looks like tougher over, than me. In, in person, uh, it's it's obvious that you should respect the authority of the dungeon master. He's very oh, yeah. dungeon master. He looks like a dungeon master. He's very master. physically handsome and intimidating. It's, yeah, it's the greasy right. hair and the beard. Yeah. <laughs> like you could talk. Yeah, exactly. Uh, wow. And then we got oh, interesting. Uh, Dave Caswell. Dave Caswell, yeah, who is, is also just like a, a very um, hilarious and creative individual and um he's also working on a, a comic of his own if i'm not mistaken um so yeah a bunch of a clever bunch clever well, bunch. so let me ask you about this i feel like we've talked about this on the show before but mm-hmm. D feels like it's having a massive comeback particularly in the past year or so is back into the mainstream what do you think is behind that um if you agree with that, Brent. I mean, for me, I'm just one of those people that oftentimes follows exactly what my close friends are doing, and uh, nice. This so, is this is the way that I get to continue to to hang out with my uh, super close friends from, um, you know, many of the people in this group. I think since 1988, 89, wow. we've been wow. friends. Oh, well, let me um, ask you this: If uh, they oh, wait, jumped uh, off a bridge, would you jump off a bridge? I yeah. D- Actually, wouldn't if they oh, burned wow. if they burned a bridge? Even yeah. though I was a lawful good paladin, uh-huh. I would allow it to happen. Now, oh, let me. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little worried here because it seems like this dungeon master is bullying you into yeah. hanging out with him and like doing the things that he says. And are he you, is here right now. Yeah, <laughs> like it's a little intimidating. Bullying you from are the you audience. okay? Like it, it seems that way. It's yeah, funny you're because you're free to talk now. Well, I we'll mean, stop it. I mean, it would it wow. would appear, it would appear that way, but. Um, we've all been friends for for so long that we've all taken turns, I think, bullying each other. At this point. <laughs> yeah, okay. like, is so he making you wear that hat is a big question because we've, we've no, been, se- no sensitive man like yourself would ever root for a, a, a New England franchise. Sure. A New England franchise like what, like Brigham's? Or uh, Blake's <laughs> Friendlies. I would root for Friendlies. I do so, root for Friendlies. Gosh darn it. You're talking it. about Friendlies, the restaurant chain yeah. ice cream? Yeah. Duncan's. I root for them, even though they've become a Dun- massive Why are you rooting for Dunkin' Donuts? Because they're Donuts, New England fine. born and bred, baby. Oh. America runs on Dunkin'. They, they do. don't need you. We're running on them. We're running all over the place because of them. When you were tackling putting together uh, a zine, where where did the idea start? How how did you start uh, deciding to tackle this? It's funny because it, it started off, it was supposed to really be this kind of rough and tumble, like rough around the edges Thing kind of like the way that our party behaves in the game, 
Uh, and then everyone just brought the heat. Yeah, this is very hard, polished. I would it's say. wild, yeah. right? Look at that. It's um, we all ended up um, collaborating on each other's pages and stuff. And like one person would, um, I mean, there are certain pages that are just focusing specifically on one character or another. And those are, those carry the signature of the person that made them. But we're kind of all over each other's pages uh, in this. And it started off like I think a lot of people that play D&D is like, wow, this crazy thing just happened. And I remember it like it happened to me. And I want to draw that or record that somehow so I don't lose that the vividness of that memory. Mm. And those things just began to pile up. Uh, and we started to like compile them into this. Did uh, maybe you don't view it this way, but I feel like, in a certain sense, playing DVD, DVD, uh, DVD, playing DVDs is, is real the cool. most fun that you do. You didn't think he was gonna <laughs> let they, that go? Did, you? did you think for even a second that that was just gonna like? I know, just echo off the rafters, and <laughs> yeah. no one. You would... think you were gonna get away with that mistake, you motherfucker? Because I'm here as the police. When you make a simple little wrong letter, you're done. You're roasted. It was an opportunity to discuss the now extinct format of digital yeah. video discs. No, not NTSC just... favorite. I'm really sorry. Okay, so, <laughs> so am I. I'm Blu-rays, Blu-rays, <laughs> where we're talking Blu-rays about discount videos. D D. When you're playing it, it's it's almost intimate, right? Because you are sure. you are becoming another character. You're spending time with these people, hours with these people, living mm-hmm. in this private world. Mm-hmm. Did it feel weird at all to then say, "Great, we'll take that private <laughs> world and bring it public"? Uh, well, this is that, right? This is that <laughs> moment. So, um, oh, right now, oh, right now. I mean, pretty much like this. This week <laughs> oh, into fun. Emerald City Comic Con is that experience. So, we're gonna find out. All the surreal um, layers of that, I think, in the next couple weeks. And that'll be interesting. So far, it's been really cool because we post stuff online and people are like really supportive of it, especially on Becky's accounts. And uh, they want to tell us about their own campaigns, which yeah. I think is honestly the, the fervor and zeal with which people are willing to discuss their own intimate D&D encounters is like you want to hear what they're saying they're so interested in it and they're so like urgent to let you know about it that's been cool actually that's been the coolest thing is when you put it out there people want to know they want to in in kind tell you about their own experience so in this D&D group you're a paladin did you say was that I play a paladin named Thane Nice. Who's uh, lawful good? That actually, I collaborated on the creation of with Steve. Oh, is that um, allowed? Because he's in, he's in charge. It is allowed because I came in kind of mid game uh, oh, after shit. after oh, a few roster shit. changes. Wow. Um, I mean, it's a huge Dude, commitment. I think it's he a huge killed the other guys. Did he didn't? Yeah. Wow. Oh, oh, he I'm says he did. He's, he's saying he did. Confessing to a murder. Uh, um, let me ask. But <laughs> they got they were playing it super like chaotic and wild and. Um, I was totally complicit and okay with the idea of like, let's bring in somebody law and order. And that was you. And that was me. You're like wow. Judge Dredd. And then it totally went 
uh, tits up. I mean, he was immediately <laughs> decapitating people and smoking uh, psychedelic moss and doing all sorts of compromising uh, stuff. Uh, let me ask you guys, what would your uh, character, DD character be if, if we were to start? Like, 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 if we need to, to spend more time together great. talking to each other. Love oh, it. Oh, my great. God. Um, uh, upon, as we, when we put our names on the face of Podcast Mountain, um, will sure. there be a D&D campaign? And if so, what well, would it be? So you're saying what, what type of what character? What type of character? Uh, here, here's the weird thing. I, okay. This is totally inappropriate for me, but whenever I play any sort of fantasy game, I always choose the fighter. That's and, cool. Well, yeah. The, the What's reason wrong? I choose the fighter is like, I have no time or interest in anything else, like learning spells or being crafty about stuff. All I want to do is just barrel through everything. That's yeah. Yeah. Wow. What yeah, a real Peter yeah. Page. Yeah. You're like, bigger That's sword that. now. Yeah, That's exactly. You. Just like chop, 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 kill, kill, kill. Let's get this done. Interesting. Yeah. What a Hell twist. Yeah. Pete, what about you? Is it a twist around for you as well? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I would obviously be a, a dragon that devours worlds. <laughs> Oh, sort of a larger wow. scale. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys would be super compatible in this. <laughs> I got to yeah. say, the uh, classified section here is amazing. Thank you. It's, Guess who wrote that? It's really fun. Oh, the creepy guy? Oh, oh shit. <laughs> hey, what's up, man? Creepy uh, guy. Great job on this. I uh, didn't mean to call good. you no, creepy. That was your face. Nothing, there's uh, nothing creepy here. You guys are sporting the exact same look for crying out loud. That's exactly Jesus. right. That's exactly it's like right. it's, it's like, like looking we, in a mirror. Yeah, seriously, it's like we put a mirror between the stage and the audience, and just over there. Uh, yeah. What would your type be, Justin? I think it would be this gentleman right here. I would just be <laughs> him. Uh, it's, uh, okay. uh, or a so t- part man, part giant is yeah. what you would be. <laughs> yeah, I can see you being nice. a bard. Bard, yeah, having yeah. a. I haven't heard me sing. Inspiring people. Inspiring. Wait, did yeah. you call him a barb? A bard. 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 Like the dude, he's got yeah. a loot, he's sort of when fun. Uh, you haven't played a lot of D&D. Usually so it breaks like a down to Stranger Things characters. Yeah. So you would be a Barb, you'd be a Will, <laughs> I'd oh, be an 11. That's good. That's, you're an 11? Yeah, I don't know. I you're read you're a, a 10 loves, at best. You're yeah, a 10 yeah. at best. <laughs> you uh, loves like yeah. a waffles. I'm an 11 when I go back to Merrimack, but in Brooklyn I'm like a 4. <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. If uh, So people could pick Especially me up at Emerald City Comic Con, That is the... The first place that it will be available to the public, yeah, and it'll be, um, it'll, yeah, at Emerald City Comic Con, which um, I'm like super excited about because I actually, I swore off going uh, attending comic book conventions. Oh, I want to know more um, about that because I, I just have had sort of vague ambitions to create a comic for so long that uh, it was making me sad. To oh. go as a fan, um, yeah, yeah, and I was like, I'm, I'm not going to allow myself to go because you're seeing other people pursue their dreams, exactly. And, yeah. But now you get to show up like a heroic paladin, yeah, rocking, like rocking the zine, yeah, like a knight yeah. shining armor. Here's, here's my suggestion. This is we've been to a lot of comic cons. You got to walk in there and punch the biggest guy in the room. Yeah. who is him? Yeah, that's right. That's good. Guy it's good. He'll probably be right next to you. Yeah, so just punch him right in the face. Uh, is there a place people can pick it up other than Emerald City Comic Con at this point? Um, um, well, actually, we were talking to Becky earlier today and discussing the possibility that this will become available on Comixology. After, Ooh, very cool. Uh, nice. After the con. All right. That's cool. awesome. After, and the con is this weekend. Sorry, after the con. <laughs> I get it. You're going <laughs> to... Wow. Wow. You it. are a fighter. You I also barreled DVD right through him. Yeah. No. You have the DVD? Good. good, good I good, actually good. am a Star Wars guy. I'm just being a rabble rouser. Yeah, no. That's, <laughs> there's no shame in that. That's what it's we're here for. Uh, 
So cool. Uh, head to Emerald City Comic Con. Definitely pick up Adventures of the Moss Babies. Where will it be? At are you guys having a separate? It will table be at the uh, at the in Artist Alley mm-hmm. at the Mystery School Comics Group table. Oh, very cool. So awesome. yeah, and you can follow Mystery School on Instagram for updates or um, uh, or any of us actually. We're all posting about it like pretty much every day uh, up until the con and probably way afterwards. All right, awesome. awesome. Definitely check that out. We're going to move on with the rest of our show, specifically the stack. Woo-hoo! Specifically uh, the stack. Specifically, specifically the stack. I don't want to be vague this time. Usually the I'm very vague we're talking about. We're going to talk about a couple of books that came out this week. Kick it off with The Avengers, number 15. Don't know if you've heard of this team. Their hot upcoming team yeah. of superheroes. Now, Justin, did Fresh you face. fall for the Underdogs. cover? What's that? I fell. Did I fall for the cover? What do you mean by that? There is a, a gentleman on the cover saying, if you don't buy this book, the Avengers die. Is that why you bought the book? Uh, yes. I single-handedly saved the Thank Avengers. You. Without Thank me buying you. this, yes. the movie would not come out. So, Which Avenger is that on the cover? Uh, Ghost Rider. Yes. Is that Ghost- Robbie? Yeah. Oh, nice. I like him. Yeah, he's great. Nice. And this cover, you guys probably picked up on it, but Jason Aaron was very excited about very it. Very proud of this on Twitter. Very proud of it. Uh, it is a play on an old National Lampoon cover. An homage. This book, or we'll kill this dog. Oh, yeah, that's right. Except they have a demon dog saying, buy this comic or we'll kill this Avenger. So a turnaround. Dogs win. Yeah. It's dog revenge is what this oh, is. Oh, man. Uh, it's cute. I don't know. I actually, I mean, the book itself is great. It's a lot of fun. He's having a great time finding the Avengers versus vampires. But yeah. the cover is really good. Like, yeah. there's a lot of not particularly good or very generic covers. It's very enjoyable. Yeah, it's a good. Uh, it's a good change. Yes, you can judge. How do you guys feel about this book? Uh, it's fun. I mean, vampires. I think we talked about this uh, recently. Vampires feel like a little out of the Avengers universe of like, let's fight these guys. Um, but it's cool. I like Blade being Blade. on the Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, I also like the way that Jason Aaron is really tackling Ghost Rider and sort of developing a whole new uh, chapter in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like Ghost Rider was very cool when he first arrived. He was like, oh, uh, who's that guy with the flames coming out of his skull? And then eventually it was like, there's too much already. There's like nine Ghost Riders and then they're, they're different shaped skulls. Too yeah. much flame, uh, culminating in Nicolas Cage pissing fire in the movie. <laughs> well, oh, I, I think specifically, and then we've for, been on a downturn since then. Yes, uh, specifically for Robbie, he had his origin. He, the look was so good; it was so clean, so different for Ghost Rider. The origin was exciting with the the car instead of the bike, yeah. which I, I love. Know the sounds car. like a small change, but change up the mode of transportation. But it was really fun. And then there hasn't been much done with him since. Like yeah. there has been a lot done, but it hasn't really been interesting. Hasn't stuck exactly. Can this I ask like something? Pete, yeah. Pete, what do you think of the, the car over the motorcycle? Now, at first I was pissed. Yeah. But then I read the origin story. At first I was pissed, the Pete LePage story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You got me. Uh, and But yeah, I really was moved by it. And then I got really into the comic. You were moved by it? I was moved That first arc is quite the heartbreak. Yes. The art is very cool. Sure. It's it's really hard for me because I like what you're talking about. (laughs) But then I look at your hat and it makes me so angry. So emotionally, it's tough. 
But keeps the stage lights out of my eyes. Thank, thank nice. you, thank yeah, you for asking. Wait, let me just follow up. I, also, I, they did a great job in Shield, Agents of Shield. I agree. Uh, I, I thought I, I was, he was, oh, great. I was in the that. TV show. No. The TV show. That no. was Robbie Reynolds was great in that. Look, it's season what, like three or four. If it's you don't know what to expect by then, yeah. then oh, that's that on so you. Bad. Right? Wait, are you oh. saying our expectations should be so low that we're like, hey, they no, because tone wise, it's sort of like more in the in the vein of like something that's a little campier than yeah. the cinematic fits, universe. Yeah, it fits really good. Yeah, sure, but so. I'll just throw it out to you. This is just for the Ghost Rider arc. What if the writing and acting was bad? Which it was. Ooh, that's a big oh, what if. Come on, man. That's it a fun gets what him if. up there, though. I wasn't a huge fan of the DC animated Damian Wayne, but it like got him out there. Oh, interesting. You know, that's, that's the thing. You gotta it, put like, your got to put it out got there. him. Yeah, because yeah, I'm really rooting for this icon of a yeah. major conglomerate I, for some I, reason. I, I, I don't know why. <laughs> I have a soft spot for Agents of Shield. Don't get me wrong. Like okay. I, I actually think the last season was. Kind of great. What is for it? What What's it happening right now? Yeah. Uh, th- yeah. This is weird. Take a turn. I agree, man. Let's get back to making fun of people. This is like a sweet turn. Like a no, I want to get turn. that back on you when you said DVD. That was crazy. <laughs> and then the barb, that was not what you We meant. never resolved the barb misunderstanding. <laughs> yeah. Because it can also be short for barbarian in D&D terms. Okay, here we go. Oh, nice. We're getting real lost. What about a barbarian that's really good? The first season of Lost super. Like it pulls you. Yeah, yeah, Brian, and you know Bond, what? Dude. The last, the finale doesn't erase those like strong memories. Of no, the I love season. the finale. I think it was fantastic. And a you loved the finale. No, 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 I love that stained glass window. That's as bad as saying you are moved by the car. It's saying I loved the lost finale. No, we can argue. What about no, the true detective finale? He was moved by the car. Sunday. He was moved by the relationship between the brothers. Yes. Man, come on, give it the program. The this guy speaks. He knows what's up. Can't be mad at the lost finale because they just spend the time slow mo hugging to. A music montage. That's what the whole show was about. Slow mo hugging. Slow mo hugging was yeah. what the whole show was about. They originally were going to call the show slow mo hugging, and they're like, ah, lost. Didn't it. fit on the screen with that weird sound effect. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Wildstorm <laughs> cool. number twenty from DC Comics. This is a reinvention of the classic line of comics by Warren Ellis. Yeah. Uh, what did you think about this, Justin? I, so I, I've been wanting to talk about this uh, book for a long time. This little pocket of the DC universe is so good. No one talks about this. Uh, it's uh, drawn beautifully. We're talking about We're it. We're right talking now. about We're it. We're talking about it. But I'm saying no one else. I, hey, I just want to thank you for bringing this That's to the show because yes. this is phenomenal. Yeah. The fight sequences alone are worth picking. It took a so whole... It's this one is Warren Ellis taking a modern look at the classic characters from the Wild Star You got universe. your Wildcats... This is Apollo versus Midnighter, just a big fight. The well, they're not really versus, they're sort of... Yeah, sure. they're together. Yeah. yeah. But they do look like they're fighting, but sure. they're not. It's great. The art's great. It's fun. It's, it's good. phenomenal. It's you really like... Greg. You're a big fan of Apollo and Midnighter, right? That is P, true. Yes, for yes. sure. And uh, this is... I feel like what Warren Ellis is doing a great job here is changing up the pacing of his stories. Each issue feels like it stands alone. I mean, he is like a master of the comic book art form, and I feel like what he's he's really putting that on display in just like your standard superhero comic book world, and it's I'm surprised it's not getting more attention. Yeah, it's uh, really Speaking impressive. of more attention... And Warren Ellis. I just ran across this little ad right here. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's with your buddy uh, Damien. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's my boy Damien right there. Yeah, he's really putting himself out he's there. He's out there. More importantly, though, 
Yes. Becky Cloonan is on this list. There yes. she is. In tandem with Warren Ellis. Yes. Can I? Can Are you I playing six degrees of separation? <laughs> can I grab that for a second? Yes, uh, I just want to mention something. Not this is. Uh, Becky is great at everything. Um, there are, I think, on this list of creators for Detective Comics 1000, there's Becky Cloonan and one other woman, and that's it, mm. which I feel like is a bummer. Yeah. That's all. That's pretty much my whole statement about it, but I feel like... I mean, that is true for that, but I would also argue across all of the Batman titles, there sure. are not a lot of uh, female Well, creators. they did the same thing with the Superman 1000 or Action Comics 1000, I guess it was, yeah. where it was like 99% male creators. Uh, you know, there are other creators out there. I feel like DC could be doing a better job of reaching out. They're behind Marvel, though, yeah. in like having more diversity in their, yes. their creatives. It's kind of crazy because I, the DC books have been good, but they've been doing a bad job of that. Yes. Um, well, not that anyone asked for my comment. No, but, we uh, want your comment. No, we literally asked you here to comment. Yes. Well, I was gonna say, if I were doing Detective Comics 1000, I would want like the best in the biz. So I would definitely call Becky first. Nice. And then those other guys, I don't really know. You know, I don't know much yeah. about them. So wow, <laughs> wow, it's all it's all whatever wow. after wow. that takedown. <laughs> I'm not sure what I'm surprised more, but I, that admits the fact that you don't read comic books because there's a lot of big names on there, right? Yeah. I didn't like. Or if you're just a hard none of them rung a bell. Becky. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, well, Clunin though. Clunin like, rings out, right? Clunin, it just says Clunin rings out. Clunin, and then yeah, like. I don't know. Warren Ellis, he, he's the Castlevania cartoon guy, right? No, wow. <laughs> Super good yeah. show. That Love is it. what he's that's best known thing, yeah. for. Yeah. Love it. He's, I will say, did he's you guys. a lot of stuff. You should check did, out. Well, did you guys watch that Castlevania cartoon? Hell yeah. Because yeah. it's not great. What? But it's, and every time I don't, if I leave my Netflix on the screen, it advertises the shit out of that Castlevania. Oh, really? Yeah. Netflix it, knows you should be watching. I watched it already. It don't tell me something like, I already know, and I didn't even Netflix like it. It's like, hey, Justin, man. Well, you, well, you know the chance, hey, Justin. But, okay. That's uh, uh, Dracula. Dra- <laughs> <laughs> Dracula. Dracula. Uh, Dracula. Uh, Last one to talk about, Dragula. Guardians of the Galaxy, number two, also Woo-hoo. from Marvel Comics. Now, Thanos is dead. There's a new Guardians of the Galaxy. Most of the heroes of the galaxy have been sucked into a wormhole or a black hole or something like that. Some hole. Some hole. Uh, what do you think about this hole. issue? We love the first issue. Speaking of, of uh, emotions, this one uh, here is... Uh, this one's got him. Got him, yeah, yeah. Poor Speaking Peter. of emotions. Yes. <laughs> I Poor. feel um, Pete being moved once again. Yeah. Yes. I'm moved. Was by there a car spaceship? Some sort of space, some sort of vehicle. Yeah, some sort of. You should see Pete on the subway. He's oh, like man. just I'm weeping, just I'm weeping. Like, oh, I can't subway. believe all these wheels. Yeah, my mascara's always running. Yeah. It's rough. Oh, and also Pete does a lot of eye makeup when he yeah. goes to work. Yeah. Yeah. His yeah. mascara is very rich. He He's works. a smoky eye. Yeah. For those of you who've never seen Pete person, very smoky eye. Smoky yes. eye. Pete, uh, we should mention his full time job is working at a uh, kiss impersonation factory. Yeah. <laughs> a kiss what you said, impersonation factory. We should also mention that I, I have a really smoky eye right now. That's and, true. Uh, do you? you yeah. can't say things like that to me. Yeah. Kiss impersonation factory. Man. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Get the giggles on, on the track and mess it all up. The giggles are <laughs> on the track. Uh, but yeah, so Peter Quill is kind of really broken up about uh, the whole 
what's going on with Gamora. His and the team, fact, yeah, many of them died. Yeah, it's uh, it's an emotional issue, you know, and is it's that? like the team's very divided, and it's rough to see them like this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. I, I feel like this comic is is a big story, and they're doing a great job of keeping it tight to the characters where we get to actually feel what they're going through. And it's also dealing with a lot of Marvel continuity, like Eros being Thanos' brother and how like his like fucked up motivations. And like that's some deep shit in the yeah. Marvel universe. And there's they're also doing a, it with... Uh, there's a bunch of characters that they introduce here where... It, that are obscure to the point where several characters are like, who are you? Yeah, like, yeah. several times in the issue. Um, yeah, it's great. It's Don't really fun. We talked yeah. a lot of, with the first issue about how much setup there was for everything, and they're yeah. really following through on that. They yeah. introduce a Dark Guardians this issue. Great. It's really fun. Yeah, it's good. Cool. That's it for the stack. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to move on to our next section. This is my favorite section because you guys Oh, yeah. It's, it's your, your favorite audience section. Question. Audience it's my favorite section. Your favorite. Uh, let's go to this guy first. Great Real choice. Quick. Great Real choice. choice. Uh, what's your name? What's your question? Uh, my name is Kevin. Hi, Kevin. You, you did D&D in a zine, and it's, you know, a nice... You know, mash match up there because you know they both you know harken back to like the the seventies and you know that that yeah. raw period there. And then you also reference the National Lampoon cover with that. So, what are some other elements from that era that you would like to see come back in comics? Ooh, interesting. Wow, seventies and like maybe That's even a early eighties. Question. Thank you. Like Silver Agey comics. I'm oh, glad, comics. I thought you meant just in general. I was like, from, oh, from the 70s. life in the seventies. Yeah, 70s? I was like, let's get rid of seatbelts. You know what I mean? Like, let's fucking get crazy. <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> Let's get rid of seatbelts. That's the crotchetiest old man shit. And there's a lot of that on this show over the years. And that's the crotchetiest shit that you were excited to say. Let have fuck seatbelts. Let dad have his road soda back and yeah. no seatbelts. Exactly. Yeah, cops don't let you drink anymore in the car. Seatbelts. I can't um, believe you got to have a truck beeping when it backs up. <laughs> I Let a s- guy back up. It, it does suck you can't drink anymore like that, you know? I, I guess <laughs> in a car. <laughs> Pete, how old were you in the 70s? What, and what, 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 fan, what fantasy world were you like, man, this seatbelt is fucking awesome that it's not <laughs> Yeah, I'm also sad you can't drink and drive, Pete. Yeah. I'm real bummed about that. Yeah. Um, great. So we have that answer from uh, P. And I guess that applies to comic books, too. Fewer seatbelts in comics. Right. So. I mean, that's why you like Ghost Rider, because he doesn't wear a seatbelt, right? Exactly. In his lose. car. Well, he has a harness sometimes. Uh, that's that true. Well, I don't know. Harness. <laughs> Not that I read comics or know who any of those other that's people are. That's a guess. You're just guessing? List. I bet he's harnessed in it. Right. I bet he is harnessed in, like, six <laughs> out of the 14 of the first run. Yeah, uh, yeah. You guys at home, please check the original Ghost Rider <laughs> comics. Let us know how many times he's wearing a harness. Uh, hit us up at Comic Book Live. We really. I'm going to say that's zero. Uh, great. I think we answered that question. Oh, we're moving on already. Well, yeah, what? I, I mean, what was I, I would say, yeah. I will say, seventy. Thank you for catching the references. That is a little. He's got a little Adam Ant flavor on the cover there. There you go. More eighties, and then. I think there's maybe a little Monty Python influence that you could safely Ooh, say nice. in the book. Nice. But um, to 70s, I actually was revisiting the those Adina comics, the Mobius mm. um, run that's actually like from 70s 
all the way into like the very end of his career. Yeah. And it's I've, also got like a little highlights magazine feel to it as well. Thank you. That's, That's 80s, great. 90s stuff. Yeah. Oh, We're bringing bad. it all the way back into the 20, 20s. <laughs> um, but uh, I think seven, like a 70s trend that I want to see come back is that kind of like simplified single art style, like really precise anatomy and great scale relationships that like mm. sell those big sci-fi or fantasy ideas. Um, but rendered with the simplicity of like a cartoon, like or your George Perez style. Boom, yeah. And I'm seeing some of it. Like there's there's shades of it. Yeah, there's a little bit of that out there, in, right now. In in because people are starting to finally get to read Mobius because he's been sort yeah. of out of circulation for a while. Yeah. Um, I feel like on the sort of Mobius tip, just like in general, like I feel like the Silver Age was a little bit more like do whatever you want. It doesn't have to all match up continuity wise. You don't have yes. to like be so precious about everything where it's just like this is a fun, slightly weird, psychedelic take on this character. Let it ride. Like let's open the doors a little bit on that. And there was some of that in like an, like an X-Men legacy or like other comics where they would let them riff and like maybe even like jam comics from the seventies, yeah. like multiple artists who aren't really talking to each other, working on the same thing. Yeah, I think that's a really wonderful question. Thank you very much. That's, oh man, wow, that's a nice way to yeah, bring it back to you. Uh, cool. Any other questions? Any Anybody questions? here? Uh, yes, you, are. sir. Come on up. Great. <laughs> now uh, I'll mention. Normally I, I ask people who they are. Uh, you had eye surgery today, sir. Is that correct? Wow. Yesterday. Yesterday. Wow. You had eye surgery eye yesterday. Surgery. You're here only to ask a question, I assume. That's pretty much it, right? Uh, so uh, what is your question? Hi, I'm John, and I want to take the secret punisher question. All right, nice. sir. Secret yes, you, yes, you may. Now, can I borrow this uh, just to set this up for okay, our yeah, guest, Bob? Uh, sorry, Pete. So uh, Pete, the short version is he revealed to us back in December that he has been running a secret Punisher quiz on the show for five years. He's been having it available without telling anyone. Right. It's like... Like, if, a, like a video game Easter egg. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, sure. Yeah, like I guess that's true. But in real life. It's <laughs> like if you walked into um, like a Bed Bath & Beyond and... They were, they were like, five years later, they were like, oh, did you know that we have a restaurant here? What? But they didn't tell anybody. Right. So there has been a Like prize. fried calamari. And exactly. They were yeah. running, like, an, an old-school Italian restaurant <laughs> at the back of right. Bed Bath & Beyond. So uh, what, uh, wow. what this good gentleman over here just Thank said you. is the way of unlocking the quiz. Uh, he's now going to go through a series of questions. If he makes it through the questions, he'll have to complete a physical challenge uh, which is really mean to do to a guy who just had eye surgery. Yep. Uh, and if he completes the physical challenge, he can get the prize, which has been hiding in Pete's beautiful pile of wonderful Punisher tributes. You don't know that. Yeah. For, oh, what? Yeah, that's right. Wait, what? The prize. No, as we all know, the prize is at his... Is if you hey, we don't it, know what a, prize he's going to choose. He has prize options. There's a prize Wait, here. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is like a weird onion where it keeps on. revealing so, more layers. Uh, we, the prize 
is in your pile of Punisher junk, right? Don't call it junk. First of all, Punisher, there's an apron uh, made that sorry. is just sorry, one of the sorry, most sorry. immaculate things in I've your, ever seen in, in my uh, life. Pile, don't get stuck on that. Yeah. In your pile of Punisher treasures. It's treasures. Thank you. And let there me just is, say, when he, he, you, he was like, that's trash, and you were like, there's an apron in there. Yeah. That sounds crazy. <laughs> Everything about me is crazy. I know. I'm just saying, just so you know, you were defending this apron with your life, but that sounds crazy to anybody that doesn't know what you're talking about. That's right. all, right. all, I, all that needs to happen is that Brett Macris knows what I'm talking okay, about. You're no, out literally one made, me, That's right. That. He made this for me. Let me explain it's that. It's beautiful. We have a, there's a guy named Brett Macris who is one of our patriots. He's also gives New Orleans history to our Cloak and Dagger podcast. Yeah, he's a correspondent. He, he is a professional chef. And uh, makes these amazing, amazing uh, homemade aprons. So that's what Pete is talking about. Yes. But that you please, call a pile of trash. No, just Pete. Just listen to me no, for a second. No, the aprons so, nice. It's just all the other trash around it. Fuck you. Right. Okay. So you got a pile of Punisher treasures. In what those treasures is the prize. If you uh, win the Punisher quiz and complete the finish of the challenge? I, no, see, you're trying to sum up something that is a. If he chooses. <laughs> this is a fucking thing to explain to me. You know, I, I could do it very easily, but you have to rehash and then you get caught up on weird <laughs> details. You're not a fucking wizard! I'm not wow. trying to be a wizard. This is a weird fight. Sort of a weird brother fight uh, that's happening here. If but, he chooses, he can select a prize from within or there are other options. There's another prize, you know, you, to get the other. <laughs> What are you talking from about? Other, himself. When we get there, it will all become clear. But you're fucking taking up all this bullshit time. Uh, let's move on to the quiz. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now, but I let me mention, I asked Pete to please repeat the questions. I know you know the answers already, but just so whoever hasn't heard this uh, before, he is going to go through Do you the think that me. someone is just listening to this specific episode for the first time? Yes. This they're is... skipping years of comic book club, no. and they're checking it out right now. A lot of yes! People, a lot of people are showing up specifically for the Punisher quiz because they know that you keep a prize at your house, and the only way to get that prize is to go to your house. <laughs> All right, so for the people who, who bucked off after Lock and Key where we kind of lost you guys and then they're like back the next week wow, and they're like, ugh, forget this. <laughs> yeah. We lost those people. I'm just being straight with you. The people have slowly started to migrate back Yeah, they're and back. this is your second chance, man, and look what's happening. <laughs> wow. Bob really laying it down wow. for us. Wow. Real scolding from the fucking paladin over here. <laughs> Makes a lot of Lawful sense. Lawful good, man. Lawful good. Well, a little bit up. condescending. Let's throw that in there. Unfortunately, well. anybody... Condescending good. Look, anybody that's ever had to play Lawful Good in a D&D party knows that you... Unfortunately, you just really have to be condescending. There's no other way around. Is it. that a weakness, wow. or are you? It is. Oh yeah, good. Yeah, it's painful. Well, a lot of people keep that fantasy stuff though in their game. I thought you were going to say in your pants. <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay. What do you think you meant by that? <laughs> don't, don't, don't. He's in the middle of the Punisher thing right no, now. No, I mean like, was that a slight? Just no, from no, a, no. a uh, like a uh, objective third party. Yeah. No, not a slight. That was in shade. He you. just goes blue a lot. No, yeah, well, no, you're right. No, you're that right. was a slight. I think <laughs> a slight of hand. Ooh. Let's do the quiz. Ooh. All right. Roll D twenty so, for a slight of hand. To recap, uh, what was the name of the fictional character that inspired the Punisher? The answer is the Executioner. What? In the <laughs> night, let him answer the questions. It's the Executioner. Thank Great. You. He got that one. 
Okay, and then 1990s Marvel DC crossover event. Who did the Punisher? Joker. That's right, Joker. And nice. from 1974 to 2011, what is the Punisher's kill count? 48,000 something. 48,502, correct. Great. And what was the uh, comic Punisher first made his appearance in? 1974, Amazing Spider-Man, uh, number 129. Great. Okay. Very Great. specific. Here trivia. we go. Fast forwarding to the question where we left off last time. In the comics, Frank chooses the skull why, while in Vietnam hunting blank. Is it A, the Viet Cong, B, a sniper named the Monkey, or C, the r- rival assassin codenamed Bushwhacker? Last week you said Viet Cong, which was wrong. Your two choices now are either B or C. Yeah, last week I didn't know, but there was one I discounted immediately because it was really stupid, and it was a sniper called Monkey. And it was a sniper called Monkey. It is. A sniper wow. named wow. the Monkey. Yep. Nice. That is correct. That is correct. Moving on to the final question. Final Here we go. question. Here we go. Who didn't like the original name and thought it was too evil, so they suggested the Punisher as a better alternative? Is it A, Jerry Conroy, uh, Conway, sorry, mm-hmm. B, Stan Lee, or C, Steve Ditko? Oh. It was Stan Lee. It was Stan, Stan the Lee. Man Lee. And he actually ha- already had a Punisher. It was like yeah. a robot thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was one, it was already For a character. I, I can give a little clarification to that. It was uh, one of Galactus's, Galactus's robots, robots called not the Punisher, but Punisher. And Stanley basically was like, eh, nobody read that comic. Call him the Punisher. Yeah. And that's what happened. There this you. is from the guy who was like, it should all be one story and there should be like four Hanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, sir. Uh, that means you step forward to the shrine for the physical challenge. Wait, what? Okay, okay here we go. This is very close oh. to unlocking. The stakes are very high. Pete. Okay, here we go. Build some tension. Two. My doctor says I can't even like bend over. So. Okay, all right. Okay, <laughs> there will wow, be no this bending is crazy. over. So, the final part of the Punisher quiz, the secret Punisher quiz, is how many. Punisher items are in and a part of this shrine. Now, if you want, you can count the slippers and, and as one wanna... item or two separate items. And can I mention, this is not a physical challenge. That's correct. <laughs> but, wait, wait, hold on. You've been calling it a physical no, challenge. No, somebody said it and I ran with it because I thought it was funny. They're physical it's not, objects. though. It's a counting challenge. It's physical reality. Yep. Oh, there we Jesus go. Jesus Christ. I mean... Physical reality. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. there are three. Okay, that's good. There's got to be... Well, first, let's back up the truck. Do you want to count the pen- <laughs> slippers as one item Why are you asking two? him? Because it's got to be an exact number. We're going to count together to see You're if You're going to count right. together. Okay, great. <laughs> Counting together like is jeopardy. the physical challenge. Yeah. Just like at Jeopardy uh, when they do it together. All right, mm-hmm. so the slippers are one. Okay. The mm-hmm. apron's two. Okay, okay. The hat is three. Mm-hmm. That's good. There's... At least one secret prize in there. Okay. Okay. So that's, that's going to be like four or five. Okay. I think yeah. there's two prizes in there. Okay. Interesting. How? But how would he ever know this? <laughs> so. Uh, 
Fun fact, everything that's in there has been displayed on or around the shrine at some point yeah. over the five years. Yeah, you just fact. have to be watching. You just have to be, yeah. You just have to be present for every single one, yep. physically <laughs> present, which nice. disqualifies everyone. So I'm going to say, wow, and I hate this, five. You're going to say Five. Oh, shit. That's your final answer, five. He sounds angry, careful. <laughs> I think he might be giving you a clue through his anger. Uh, but honestly, you could say truly any, there could be any number of things over there. could be a lot. I mean, yeah, five. Let's, let's do it. All right, man. So we're calling the Punisher Slippers as one, right? Wait, unless, you gonna, are you going to tell them how many? I don't know. We got to count. We got to find out. Okay. It's going to be 48,000. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's One. 600 bullets in there. Two. Paper. Three. Hat. We have four of the Punisher wall that's sticking out of the Ooh. side here. Nice. That's four. But you are revealing how many things there are. Five. Damn it. And then the ski hat, six. And there might be more stuff in the ski hat. (laughs) There is more stuff in the ski hat. It is a lot more than five, my friend. Good try. This egg. Great job. This is like watching a dad who's throwing a birthday party for his son. You're like, hey, sorry, you didn't pass the quiz. The clown's not coming. I was. was... You passed the dope. No presents. You should have known how old you were before we started this. You didn't blow out all the candles. Go home. I was going to say it's, it's like Guy Ritchie's Sherlock Holmes, where it gets to the end, you're, and you're like, how the fuck was, would I ever have been able to solve the mystery from yeah, home? that's true. You just told me all this extra shit at the end. So <laughs> what I like so about this is... Zalbin, to answer your original question, wait, he, if, what, what was my original question? So <laughs> if, uh, if he got that correct... He could have anything from the shrine of his choosing besides the apron. Nice. And or he could have he has two mystery gift options. One which of which I is keep, that would, they're which, both at your home. Yeah, which okay. I keep in my house. And when the most important prize there is you get to go to Pete's home. <laughs> no, I will bring it the following week. Oh, week. No, okay. So the two should... mystery prizes are at your home, not in the hat where you've hidden clearly a bunch of cockroaches or something like that. Oh my god, cockroaches. I don't know. Why do you always go disgusting? No, no, they're they're punisher roaches. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, all I know is you've had a pile of dirty clothes sitting here for five <laughs> years you. with something you. rotting inside. No, there's an apron in there. Yeah, oh, thank you. A beautifully with made some apron. food probably in the pockets. <laughs> yeah. beautifully that attracts made. roaches. <laughs> no. That's how you get so roaches. only bullets. We the know pockets. there's six plus items. So the, right. the question stands now for John or really anyone who wants to ask, but no one else has. <laughs> um, this is really John's prize to lose, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. It's more of a waiting game to how long he's going to be like, is it seven? All right, see you next week when I, when I say the number eight. <laughs> and, um, and we should mention, if any of you want to play along at home, uh, the pile is crawling with ads. So <laughs> yes. whatever that implies to you. Whatever it implies. They would have uh, to be Punisher ants. Great. Well, that was, a, that was a great random number guessing game. Yep. Uh, let's move it on to even more trivia with Pete LePage. Pete LePage, yeah, the right. star of trivia. This is the part we give back to you, the lovely audience. It's an opportunity to win 25 free dollars in the form of a gift card to Midtown Comics. Because if you had 25 bucks, you go to a comic book shop. Who would like 25 free dollars? Simple raising of the hand. Yes! yes. yes. Thanks, that. 
That's what Woo-hoo! we wanted. Come on, up, come on, come on up. Come on over there. Please, where I'm standing. Here you go. And uh, uh, I don't want to just call you Mountain Man. Please, what is your name? My name is Steve. 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 Audience. Audience. Steve. Hello. That is a lovely name, sir. Thank you very All right. Much. Uh, how this is going to work is I'm going to read you uh, three questions. You get all three questions right. $25 yours. Today's trivia is just on general comic book knowledge. Here all we right. go. What network is working on a Stumptown TV show Ooh. Uh, based Very on the comic book? Is it A, ABC, B, NBC, or is it C, Otho? So it's either A... NBC. You already know? Oh, man. Uh, B, NBC, or yeah. definitely not C. I'm going to say A. A is correct, Steve. A yes. Very okay, nice. Okay, here we go. Question number two. Whose script will be used as the basis for Guardians of the Galaxy 3? Is it A, Kevin Feige, B, James Gunn, or is it C, Gina Davis? So it's either A, don't pick it, right. or it's B. B, James, James Gunn. Gunn. Yes, yep. nice. that is correct. <laughs> which is messed up. They're still using his script after they fired him. Oh, I bet that he wants that, though. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool, then. Yeah. He gets money still, right? Yeah, he gets paid for it. Oh, he does? And plus, it's exciting he worked on it. He did it, and he did the whole thing. For sure. It's oh, well, great. great. It's well, great that, news. That, that is good news. Plus, he did the first two, sort of. Okay. He why, why sort of? Well, there was help, but there was other people. Okay. There were other people. <laughs> Here we go. Last one. The Justice Society returns in which comic? Is it A, Doomsday Clock number 10, B, Justice League number 17, or C, the handbook for the recently deceased? Hmm. So it's Hmm. either A, if you would like $25, or you could pick something else. Uh, I think I'm going to go with A. $25 is yours. Congratulations. Yes. Congratulations. Great, and I think we have another secret quiz off of that quiz because, Great as job. you know, uh, Pete's third answers always form some sort of pattern. Yep. I got to say, I know what the pattern is, and it's coming to Broadway very soon. But what's your guess? It's Beetlejuice. That is correct. Beetlejuice yeah, there it is. You go. And oh. that's Jason said it twice, so be careful. <laughs> I won't say it again, but I will say, Steve Conrad is also a really good photographer, and you should follow his Instagram. <laughs> It's S.D. Conrad. Nice. What happens Sweet. if we say Steve Conrad three times? Uh, hopefully he gets more followers. Oh, nice. Ooh, great. And nice. thereby more photography work. Oh, cool. That's great. As we all know, tomorrow is New Comic Book Day. We recommend you go to Midtown Comics because they've been nice enough to sponsor the show. Pete, what are you looking forward to? And please describe what you like about the title. Yeah, or turn it into a quiz or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am looking forward to Martian Man number, Man Hunter number three. Oh, uh, yeah. I think they're uh, making a, a fun decision about this character, and I like the kind of tone and stuff that it's, it's a. I've, I'm a big fan of Martian Manhunter, and I like the choices they're making with him. That's great. Great. Uh, I'm looking forward to Ice Cream Man number 10 from oh, Image creepy, Comics. Man. So uh, creepy. It's a, an antho- horror anthology series following um, a, a horrifying Ice Cream Man. And uh, 
a potential uh, sort of uh, adversary to him, uh, the cowboy. Um, it's a great series. It's super scary. Definitely check it out. Yeah. And if you want to check out a review of it, check out our Stack podcast, which goes to the Comic Book Club live feed every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. We'll have a review of that. Uh, I'm looking forward to Buffy the Vampire Slayer, number two from Boom Studios. This is a reinvention of Buffy, modernizing it, tweaking the situations, tweaking the characters a little bit. Uh, but the art is great. The story is great. As a Buffy fan, I was originally thrown by issue one, but really dug it by the end of the issue. I'm very much looking forward to issue two. Uh, Bob, plug your stuff. What should people check out? Uh, thank you. Uh, I would say uh, follow uh, me on Instagram, Bob Wallace, W-A-L-L-E-S, mm-hmm. for updates about Emerald City Comic Con and Adventures of the Moss Babies, Heroes of Sandpoint, a heartbreaking work of staggering paranoia, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Goblins, book one of one, Rise of the Goon Lords, a <laughs> D&D Pathfinder zine by Becky Cloonan, Michael Conrad, myself, Steve Conrad, Dave Caswell, and Winston Conrad. Wow. Cool. What a title. Paid by the word. Yeah. Uh, and we should mention there's uh, actually no content in there. It's just the, enti- the title. <laughs> the title it's is various just... re-templating of the words <laughs> from the title. <laughs> Different fonts. <laughs> Uh, cool. Check all of that out. Also, a couple of other things to plug. We have a regular Riverdale podcast called Riverdale After Dark. Also, a Deadly Class podcast called Deadly Cast. In addition, all these podcasts, they cost a little bit of money to do. If you'd like to support us, patreon.com slash comic book club. Pete, what else do you want to plug? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Check us out at comicbookclublive.com for this podcast and many more. A couple of people we want to thank before we go. We want to thank Bob for being on the yeah. show. Oh, yeah. I want to thank you guys. Come on. Boothman Prime. Boothman Prime. Most of all, we want to thank you guys. We're every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Totally free. Please tell your friends. Good night. Thanks, Good everybody. Night, guys. Thank Thanks you. for coming on. Ooh.